Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Uh, thanks, Anna, for agreeing to come and speak to us. Um, uh, so um, on the Business Worth and Mindset podcast, that's um, be quite good to, to catch up because you've got quite a lot of uh, useful knowledge around the world of uh, cryptos, yeah. which would be yeah. quite uh, useful for, for our audience as well. So it'll be oh, good to have a good uh, discussion on, on that. Um, I think normally we sort of uh, just start off by capturing a little bit of um, your story, you know, a little bit of your background in terms of, uh, you know, how you got to stumble onto cryptos and, and your background and uh, all of that in a way that uh, probably some of our listeners may relate to your story and understand how you got to be where you are and your journey as well. And then uh, from then on, we'll just uh, pick on to what do you do, why you do it, and all that in a, in a sort of uh, just a general chat and conversation and pick questions within that around uh, you know, your successes, your challenges and lessons and things that uh, our listeners can learn uh, from you as well. And then we get to discuss about how people, if they are um, wanting to find out a bit more how they can find you and uh, what you offer and all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah brilliant and so um yeah so if you just um yeah if we just start off by uh just uh give us a bit uh, of your background and uh, and your story from humble beginnings and how you got to be here <laughs> cool yeah so i'm andy Tully. so i started life really as an electrician uh as an electrician so i have my own company um <laughs> I kind of, I've always kind of done since probably I was about twenty years old, something mm. like that. I always went to the stock market on the side, saw the the amount of money that was in there, and mm. always thought, surely I could have a little piece of this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I a little bit um, on the side, so that's kind of what I did. And as a hobby, I really did it and learned it. So I did stocks, I did then penny stocks and forex. Mm. Um, I kind of did all, all those. All the markets are pretty much the same with the candle patterns. You have to slightly trade them different, but not all the same. All the pattern, all the patterns are the same, so it kind of transferred to each each one, and each one was a bit more exciting, and it was just around mm. the corner. So it was kind of when crypto came along. At first, I kind of dismissed it a little bit, and everyone was talking about it. And then I sort of looked at that and looked at it for well, I don't want to buy the top. I don't want to buy the top of Bitcoin. And it kept going up. And it's like, well, I don't want to buy the top now. I don't want to buy, <laughs> I don't want to buy it. And it just kept doing that. But then it came back down. So I thought, I'm going to have me some of this. I'm going to get me one of these Bitcoins. So yeah. that's, that, that was the turning point that actually turned me and got me into it. It was, I bought a, the Bitcoin, as I called it. Um, <laughs> then, um, got myself one of the Bitcoins. Um, and that was it, really. I, I, I got in around, it was about $1,000, something like that, and I bought wow. it. So, yeah, I was, it was in a, it was, I wish I'd have bought more then, but, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Absolutely, like most people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that, was, that was all right. Um, so then I went from there and, and, and kind of started to learn about the crypto and started looking at, and actually, as I went down the rabbit hole as such, the amount of stuff I started to learn and, and saw an opportunity, how good the technology behind the actual, so the actual blockchain itself, how good that technology is, um, that hadn't gone massive, massive. So we didn't know what it was going to do. So it was still a bit wary um, mm. of what was happening. So I kind of watched it a bit, did the other stocks and stuff, bought a couple of altcoins and started learning about that and and, and doing bits and bobs. And um, where it really turned was in in lockdown itself. So in lockdown number one, the first lockdown, um, I closed down the business. I thought, right, let's say the NHS will close down the business. And I thought, well, what, what am I going to do? I can't, do ele- I can't be an electrician over Zoom. 
Um, <laughs> I can't really tell people how to do those two because I was watching them shaking and getting electric yeah. shots. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I, I, I kind of went into crypto and I started to go into it and I was spending all day on it. Um, I got into some groups and that and was telling and telling people and showing people how to trade. Um, mm. They kind of, the groups that were in, I was in a group and they kind of um, said, do you want to come and, and like work for us a bit in like the training, the training side and the coaching side. So I was like, yeah, that's not a problem. So that's kind of what I did. And I started out, I was um, like a freelance um coach coach so i I use that platform and and coach people through that um so that's what i was doing full-time during crypto and i absolutely loved it to be fair um Mm. i really was passionate about crypto and the more the more i had the more i learned about it the more i taught people is the more i learn and then it just and it's just it's i'm still down the rabbit hole now learning more and more it's moving Mm. so fast it's just it's hard to keep up sometimes but yeah it's just got a so now I live, breathe, eat, sleep, crypto. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, I went back and did, I was doing electrics for a bit and I just didn't have the passion for it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my son was my apprentice, so I had to stay there for a little bit just to get him qualified. Once he was qualified, that was it. I was full-time, crypto, total, uh, and that's what I did. And I, I was making good money from my investments and teaching people how to do it. So it enabled yeah. me to go full-time. Um, I handed the reins to my son for the business. I was like, there you go, mate. There's a full business for you. Can you crack on? Um, so he's still doing that, actually. And he's like, well, I want to get into this crypto. And it's like, will you learn a trade first? Yeah. <laughs> it must be old-fashioned. But, yeah, that's what I've, it's um, kind of what I've, what I've kind of done for him. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's enjoying it anyway. He likes it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that's kind of my journey and where it took me to full time um yeah okay so now i i I teach it and um i've actually when i was advertising about teaching and coaching um so i set up on my own when i separated from that business and i set up on my own um and i I teach it myself so what i kind of um did a lot of people when it went back from and everyone back to work everyone was so busy they were just like look can you just could you do it for me? And at yeah. first I was like, whoa, hang on a minute. No, I don't know about taking other people's money and doing it. I don't want to risk my own, but other people's. But a few closer friends and family were like, will you just do it for us? So that's how it kind of started. And I kind of started doing bits for them. Um, I was making all right. I found a nice little way where I could like invest rather than actually trade. So I do a bit of trading and I'll do the investing, which is a longer took like mm. a five-year plan on that investment kind of mindset. Um, so yeah. it, so it's a, I, I don't watch that too much. So I ain't worried about the up and downs. It's uh, growth overall. So, And that's what I kind of did for other people. I was like, look, I can invest it for you, uh, pick you some good coins that are going to grow over the next five years. And that's kind of – that took off massively. And a lot of people will go, actually, I haven't got the time to learn. Can you just yeah. do it for me? So mm. I, kind of, I kind of set up a fund – and and did that so that's um doing quite well um so everyone's happy with that because they've made lots of money from it um only a couple of people have actually pulled the money out most mm. people keep it in because why wouldn't you yeah um, and yeah it's uh that's going well and i'll do coaching as well so yeah well, that's, um, so that's that brings me to the present day, really. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. I think you mentioned the key things there that uh, you know you're doing something that you're actually passionate about, and uh, you've taken time to actually develop the knowledge and study and make sure that you're really on top. But the key is that it's something that you actually absolutely love. You're 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 monetizing your passion by actually doing that, which is absolutely amazing. Because a lot of people are probably stuck doing stuff that they absolutely hate, you know, but because <laughs> they have to pay the bills. So really awesome to actually be in a position where you're actually doing something that that you love. Now, um, in terms of uh, the actual trading itself, what would you say is the difference? Because with the markets. When it comes to, I guess, you know, FX and crypto and this kind of stuff, it's uh, 
the first thing is always, you know, your investment can go up as well as down and you can lose everything that you actually invest in. So yeah. is there a difference or would you still classify like crypto investing as sort of gambling in a way? Um, you, you can, what it, yeah, <laughs> you can't <obviously laughs> totally say no, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is pretty safe. Um, if you are looking what you, if you're looking who's in the crypto now and yeah. how far it's going to go down, it isn't going to go down that far now. It's getting taken over in the adoption that's coming into it. Mm. Um, the UK government have just announced that they're going to adopt it now. They're going to use USDT. I don't know if you've seen that. They're going to use they're, they're totally behind it now. And they the uh, the decentralized finance, they're totally yeah. going to behind it and they're going to start using it. Mm. Um, use stable coins so you can see them coming up quite often. And, and start to be able to pay it. So, but, so they're getting into it. And this is going to steady it off. So if you're in now at these lower prices, which we call them lower now, lower now, $40,000, should I mean? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the lower prices. I mean, if you're getting in like now, it's still going to be low from where it's going to go. So the chance of it going down further than that is, is you, hear, you see it, hear people talk about it, but, I can't see it um, hmm. where the big firms got in. That, that their average price has got to be around between thirty and forty. So it's never yeah. going to go down further than that. Um, but it, it's it doesn't actually swing like it used to. It, it's kind of there's too much market cap there to keep it um, yeah. to actually um, keep it moving too volatile. I mean, it's still volatile. Don't get me wrong. Some of the smaller coins are, but you, if you go for the bigger coins, they are a bit slower moving. Um, you're not you're not losing the seventy percent um, like we used to in the early days. You drop seventy percent, you block. A week later, we'll be back, <laughs> and then it was yeah. crazy mm. stuff. But yeah, it doesn't drop that much now. So I think last we've just saw um, probably overall probably a fifty percent drop over the whole market. So it wasn't too bad, and that's and that was a, a nice big pullback. So. Now we're in a bit of a dip, so it's it's in a good in a good place now. So if you bought now, I think I personally think it's going to settle around the hundred thousand pound mark, hundred thousand dollar mark, um, mm. and then it's going to settle off. That's that's my thoughts anyway. And, yeah. and as it's taken over and adopted, it'll do. But yeah, there's always a risk. There's always an element of risk. Um, it'll never go to zero. It, it's there's. It would take it would take so long to go to zero because of how much money is in there. Um, everyone's everyone's money's in there. They'd have to everyone would have to sell to get it to zero, wouldn't they? So yeah. it, it wouldn't really drop to zero. Um, and and all the funds that are coming out and starting up, and it's just yeah, it's um, it's it's not too bad. It's it's a, it's as safe as a stock market. That's I would say now. Yeah. In yeah. So so okay, the stock market. Risk. It depends what stocks you are, and obviously. Uh, the bigger stocks, you know, well, I mean, they can all go uh, bankrupt. Um, mm. But yeah, you, it's 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 a limited risk, isn't it? I mean, yeah. So um, so so where 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 does the the value of it actually lie? Because for anything to have like a, a price or or demand for payment for it, it has to be the value in it. So where where does the crypto value? Like, yeah, so, yeah, so Bitcoin itself is just, they use it just as a store of value. So it mm. is like, it's, um, I've been asked this question a few times and I always say it's like, it's the, it's the um, equivalent of digital gold. So a gold bar itself, it's not really, it's valuable because we know it's valuable, but really it's only a piece of metal, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not anything special um okay it looks nice and it shines um <laughs> but like it's and it's kind of similar in the and people buy it to store their wealth so it's the yeah. same as the same as crypto uh as bitcoin anyway the others have got some use values but bitcoin itself is just a store of value so something that's um the, the inf there's no inflation which is, is the way it is because it's deflammerate whatever that word is it's actually getting more valuable uh, as it yeah. the, as it's getting bought 
it's getting bought up, it's getting more valuable rather than the inflation where they're printing more money and making yeah. making it go down. So um, that's where people are storing their wealth. So they realize if we buy this, it'll go up in value over the years. Um, yeah. So that's what I use. There's other cryptos out there that I use. They've got use values. Some of like, some I explained some like, it's like the stock of a company. So you're buying into the stock of that company by mm-hmm. buying that coin. So virtually everyone in the crypto space has every bit of software has its own coin. So yeah. By buying that coin, it kind of funds that um, that uh, software and and how they can build it more and better. Um, so that's a, another way of using it. Um, so yeah, it's there's lots of uses behind it, and then there's so you could go on for ages. Like the DeFi yeah. space, that's got liquidity pools, so that's just there. Um, it helps the the, the actual. Um, where it runs on, so then it helps other people, so they so they can then borrow money. So then you get the money because they pay interest. Um, with like it's like using the bank but cutting the middleman out. So yeah, there's lots of lots of uh, lots of exciting stuff in there. Um, hmm. so, yeah, it's uh, so that's where the wealth is. I mean, there's all the sectors are different, but there is a reason behind. It's not just a bit of code. Well. Essentially, it's just a bit of crazy. There is more behind it. Um, but yeah. We can argue that on both sides. It's like, yes, it's a bit of code. But yeah, that, that £20 note in your hand is just a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's the same kind of value. But now money's on a screen anyway. So on your Apple... Yeah phone it's just a, it's just a number isn't it so, so yeah, yeah absolutely and uh, in terms of um like safety because some people are quite worried about like how safe can it be uh what what, what would be your, your take uh for people who have concerns about safety and how it can be you know lost or stolen considering the deregulation aspect of it yeah, so so bit, like crypto itself is like the Wild West. It's been nicknamed um, because of how um, essentially it's because you are your own bank. So there's no one to blame. So you can't phone the bank and say someone my money's gone and 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 now pay you back. You mm-hmm. are your own bank. You need your own security protocols. So you, when you just go, you don't just go on the internet surfing, clicking everything. Um, mm-hmm. You just got to be a bit wary. And what you do, you can store all your crypto offline. Definitely recommended. So anything you can go to, um, you can store it offline. So and also you can get wallets in the DeFi space, but then connect your ledger to it. So your ledger is like a, a cold storage wallet. So you can pull it off. So no one can hack in and get it. Um, so if it's totally offline, I can't get it. I mean, there is ways people are getting those uh, hacks. So you write down C phrases, which is a big um, 24-word password, but you keep that safe to yourself. But people are taking photos of it. And then mm. what's happening, because that's then on your phone, because you think, I'll take a photo in case I lose it. But then that's on your phone. So what people are doing, they're hacking into the cloud, getting into your phone, getting your C phrase, and then being able to get into your, uh, like your MetaMask wallet mm. or something. And it's, so you've just got to be a little bit, a little yeah. bit savvy, a little bit, um, what what would they do? How would they be able to get it? I mean, if you think I'm totally disconnected, I wrote that seed froze down and I've put it in my safe at home, there's no one, no one's going to be able to get that. And you just know that and you're, you're, you're confident that you, you're going to be able to. And every time you do a transaction, you need that ledger to, to do it. So, and then you've got to get it, plug it in. So you, you are aware no one can move that. Um, so you, so you just got to be a, a little bit more, aware about what you're doing um mm. because that's we, we've got a yeah. bit lapsed we've got a bit lapsed with the cards just just um you know tapping your phone here and and you know mm-hmm. we've got a bit, bit lapsed with it and uh because there's no there's no way of tracking it either if someone takes it i mean you know, yeah i'm sure they can but no one does because no there's no one to track it um and they just and they can take it off you with with no comeback, really. No comeback, yeah. I mean, wouldn't that make people a bit paranoid, though, about the whole space? Because it, it's you, have, you should have a little bit of paranoid about mm-hmm. your anyway to make you a little bit safer. But, yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. But 
no point being totally paranoid, meaning it's totally safe. I mean, crypto has been designed so it's unhackable, really. Um, and it's and, and that's the way it's been designed. So people, it was designed with safety in mind and decentralization in mind. So that was the two main things he, he made it for was to um, decentralize it so they couldn't centralize it. I know they're going to try, but I don't know how they're going to do it. But um, mm. and then and safety. So it had to be safe. So it's kind of a lot safer than fiat. So you, a bank could get hacked easier than a blockchain could get hacked. It's, it's, it, it's so hard because it's such an open ledger and all the transactions are open. It's so hard to, um, and they're duplicate. That's how the blockchain's made. It means loads of blocks. So they replicate each other. So what happens then if someone tries to change one, the other's actually, the other actual blocks kick it out. Say so, no, because you're different to us. Do you know what I mean? We're the we're the chain. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, in a nutshell, how it kind of sees how it works and how it hacks. It's so brilliant. Um, yeah. It's definitely the future. And I think um, uh, all the governments, our governments, definitely noticed how good it is, and, and other countries will definitely follow. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the, there's no. Yeah, I'll say a little bit paranoid, be paranoid, but it is safer as long as you once you once you know how to do it, you do it every time, and you just it's it's easy and it's just um, mm. you just follow the yeah. you just follow it every time. And and uh, what, what about the effect? I mean, we mentioned about it being deregulated. Um, what what about the impact of regulation, if any? was to come in the future. Do you think that will affect first maybe the value of it or what would be the impact of the whole setup? Because like you say, it was set up on two things, first the safety and the deregulation. But if regulation bring, uh, comes in, what happens to value of crypto? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to regulate it. It's a, it's a tricky one. Um, <clears throat> Don't know how they would. It's it, it's got to be at the payments. It must be at the payment side. But value wise, um, I think Bitcoin will still hold its value because it will still do the same thing. Um, it will still be a store of value, so you still be able to store it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't see how it might change direction and it'll open different doors. The different cryptos, some will fall off and then others will, will gain from it and move that way. Um, that, that's, yeah, so it's, I don't think it will, it will change the value. I mean, it will stop all the big spiking and everyone getting in and making loads off it because um, it will it'll chill it out a bit. Um, the regulation probably will if that's what it does. It will. But I think they'll regulate, regulate it. They just won't be able to centralize it. So it'll stay decentralized. So it'll stay yeah. decentralized. So there'll be no one controlling it. Um, but there will be controls on the way in and on the way out, probably. Um, obviously, you've got a, they've got a code smart contract. So they, yeah. might say, they might make it illegal to do something to a, a smart contract that, you know what I mean? And yeah, the only way I can see they can they can actually regulate it. So, yeah, so they'll regulate it, but they they won't be able to centralize it. So okay, yeah, I guess is I guess is it more also to have points of it so maybe they can collect like taxes and all this kind of stuff as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's going to be the main thing they're looking at is taxes. Um, yeah. Rishi Sunak, he's going to be like, well, I, I, I have to get a, a tax out of this. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I, I think that's why they're getting behind it quick because they realize yeah. they're going to lose a lot of money if they don't. Yeah, um, they don't. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there'll be taxes and they'll, they'll find a way of recording your transactions and, and stuff like that. But at the moment, it's pretty good and I know we're near it. So we're, we're good at the moment. Um, yeah. There will be a time. Yeah. Um, mm. When it's all taxed. Good, good, good. So, where do you see the future of it? In say, like in a two to five years time, where do you see crypto? Well, the, the exciting thing with crypto is because um, I was thinking the same thing um, last year. I was thinking, well, where is crypto going? We're, we've got all these coins, five thousand odd coins was last year. So, right? um, where's it all going? It's like the metaverse is where it's all going. Um, mm. This is where I 
obviously, have you heard the, the metaverse, the, the virtual reality world that's coming? Uh, they're on about launching it next year, I think, as early as next year. Uh, mm. Stream probably from then on, a couple of years' time after that, maybe a year after that. Depends how quick it picks up. The way TikTok went, I think it's going to anything digital that gets launched is going to pick up really quick now. Um, so it's the metaverse that's going to drive crypto um, because everything you use in the metaverse is going to be crypto. It's going to be digital mm. currency. So if you're going to casinos in there, you're going to be spending crypto. If you're going to get into a, um, buying NFTs for stuff like paintings for chairs, sofas in your, in your little, in your room in the, in the metaverse. So it's going to, that's the way crypto will be. And, it, and I think that's another exciting bit that, I love talking about and, and reading about and what's going to happen there, the ecosystem of, of the virtual reality world. Yeah. And we're, we're going to be like a ready player one where we're all living in like little caravans and wearing headsets. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how will the metaverse work actually? Because it's been thrown out there and there are a lot of people asking, what is it and how will it work? And maybe take it away. Yeah, so there's, there's no definite thing yet, but these are the, the a couple of things they do is augmented reality. So augmented reality, which is you're going to wear like gla glasses, so they look like the normal glasses, I suppose a bit like sunglasses. Um, and you're going to be able to walk down the road and you'll be able to see like banners in the air, like there's going to be advertising and uh, there'll be stuff at the side of the road. Um, you'll be able to bring things up and see things and then, um, it, it'll trigger that. I don't know how it's going to work, but like uh, that's what they're saying. There's going to be stuff about. So it always reminds me of the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where there's like there's real people and then there's the animated cartoon. So it's yeah. going to be a bit like that. So it's going to be a mix, but I think it won't be everywhere. It'll be mainly in cities and towns. That's where you'll see all the billboards and stuff with these glasses on. I think it'd be quite fun. And then there's the other side where. You can sit in your house and put your headset on. I think they have to do something with the headset. I think they're a bit big and bulky for us at the moment to make it. Um, I think they'll make them smaller so you can just slip them on and then you'll be into your virtual reality world. Um, we'll be meeting up um, with friends and sitting, like having a podcast like this because they reckon it's going to change mobile internet. Uh, it's going to be the metaverse. So mobile internet, but where we're talking like this, we'd actually sat with in our on our sofas with glasses on, chatting in a room. Um, I'll be looking at you as an avatar, and you'll be looking at me, and we'll be in a room or cafe or bar, um, and it's just going to be nuts. And then you'd be able to go into out of that room, open the door, walk down the street, meet someone else. It's uh, I don't know how they reckon what's what they wanted wanted to do. Oh, we're going to have own houses, so you can you can go around to your friend's house. So you have to go around the house and have to have uh, sofas. It's where your NFTs of painting will be on the wall, um, and, and and crazy stuff like that. But um, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, what a brilliant thing that's going to. Come of, oh, that was what I was going to say, is what they want it to do is be its own ecosystem. So they want to launch it, but they they don't want to decide what direction it's going to go. They just want to let it go in its own direction and mm. see where it goes and see what actually the people make it do. So it'll grow as its own like uh, ecosystem, which is a really, really good way of doing it. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll grow a lot quicker. Yeah, that's where it's going to be in two to five years. We just we, this this conversation will be on headsets and we'll, we'll be yeah, we'll be wow. Uh, in the that's network. amazing stuff, isn't it? It's interesting what technology you yeah. know already amazing things is doing now, but the future just looks mind blowing, isn't it? In yeah, terms of where we'll be, yeah. Okay, so I mean, for people looking to get into cryptos, um. What would you say are the key main things they should be aware of or need to know before they get into it? So when you're getting into it, um, the best way to get into it is to open and stay to the big exchanges. So you've got Binance, Qcoin, um, the other one, I can't remember the coin. I can't remember what it was. Well, I'll use those two, so I don't know the other one. Um, just use those two. That's it. Just stay on the big, big um, 
the big exchanges are pretty safe. They're easy to use. Yeah. Um, just get onto there. You can put your payment on with a, a, a debit card, credit card, uh, put a bit on. Um, you can keep it in there. If it's a small amount, um, you keep it in there. You can you can look to take it off there um, with your crypto wallet and stuff. You've got to think that they're not after your thousand, two thousand pounds. They're after the the millions of pounds that are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just put it on. It's pretty safe. They're not not really hacked. I think they've been hacked before back in the early days. They haven't been hacked since. Um, and when they do hack them, they they get the names and addresses rather than the actual coins themselves. Um, yeah. So they are pretty safe on there. So you could buy on there. Um, if you go on the big exchanges, stick to the bigger coins. So start to stick to the top hundred coins mm-hmm. um, by market cap. So if you went on uh, Coin Market Cap, which is a website, you go on there. It'll give you the top hundred coins. Just just um, buy some of those, any of those. That was you're pretty safe sticking to the big coins. Um, and, and that's really it. Um, buy the bottom, sell the top. Don't buy, don't sell the top. Don't <laughs> don't sell the bottom, buy the top. Even, um, and that, that's about it. But if you're looking for a long term investment, then it doesn't matter where you get in. If you if you can buy them and just hold them, um, yeah. have a look into your coins. If you want to look into the coins a bit more, have a look into coins. What you're looking going to buy. Have a look at a coin. Google it, go onto their website, click onto their white paper, then you can read about their roadmap and where they're going um, and what they're going to do over the next two to five years. You can also see what C- the CEOs are, who the CEOs are, where they've worked before. So if you if they worked at Ethereum, Ethereum and then they've set, set up on their own, you know they're going to do pretty well. So you're pretty safe in coins. Um, pretty much like that. So just do a bit of research on what you're going to buy. Um, purchase some of that coin and hold it, and don't and don't worry if the price goes down because we're in a growing market and it will come back. So as a beginner, that's really all, all you need to do. Mm. Brilliant. Okay. All right. And um, okay. So when you buy it from that exchange, I think you mentioned before about actually storing it offline as well. So you're able to buy it with a, a big exchange like that, but still take it out and have it offline. Yeah. So what you what you do? So if you've bought your coins and now you're going to hold them for a while, instead of leaving them on the exchange, um, what you can do is you buy you can buy a. Um, a cold storage wallet. So yeah. then you plug that in, it's got its own little bit of software. Um, and what you do is you just exchange that coin. So you you virtually take it off the exchange and put it on your wallet. So it's just mm-hmm. moving it from one wallet to another wallet. So it's just an exchange. You just, um, it, it's just a case of pressing withdraw, withdraw, put your wallet address in, and then it clicks over to your ledger wallet. It's as easy as that. And it just goes over. Um, you do each each crypto to your wallet and then mm. you plug your wallet, throw it in the drawer and that's it. Then it's totally safe. Um, nothing can happen. And, th- and then it will grow in there as with the prices that will grow. So whatever, it don't stay at that price that you, when you put it in there. So as it grows on the exchange, it will grow in your wallet as well. So when you yeah. take it back out, it'd be worth that amount. So um, it's pretty safe, obviously. Key things about having a storage wallet is don't lose your seed phrase. Um, yeah. That's uh, obviously you've heard horror stories probably of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can lose your wallet. You can lose your actual hardware bit of wallet. You, that's the actual. You can throw that away because um, as long as you've got that seed phrase, you can buy another one. Type that mm. seed phrase in, and all your coins will be on there because your coins are actually stored on the blockchain. They don't mm. never come off the blockchain. But your ledger is the key to get to them on the blockchain. So that's how a ledger works, really. Um, But, yeah, if you think of it as in in your wallet, it's it's a lot easier way to think of it. To think Uh, of it, yeah. All right, okay, I see. All right, what about um, transactional charges every time you do something? Is there a lot of charges or does it depend on the exchange that you use? Um, they're, they're very small. The exchanges are very small. Um, the, the, the fees are very small. It depends mm. which one, which blockchain, which change you use as well. So 
the Ethereum network at the moment is stupidly expensive, uh, but everything else mm. is okay. I mean, I, I moved with the Tron network, I moved £150,000 um, a month ago for $1. So wow. that was from that was from me to someone else. Um, mm. and it cost one dollar, and I think, and it happened within ten seconds. And it's like yeah. you can't do that anywhere else. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's it, the, the fees are really really low. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth doing. Obviously, the Ethereum isn't, but that's going to change soon. They're, they're on about bringing a new a new two point oh out and changing yeah. the fees. Okay, brilliant. Now, in in the interest of, uh, you know, we hear this advice about, you know, diversifying your portfolio and not putting all your money uh, in one basket. Is there some other investments that you you would advise people to look into? Or is it just maybe a number of different coins that you have as a collection of baskets? But is there other stuff like, could it be stocks or FX or property or something that you would recommend? I always recommend all of them um, yeah. because diversifying every, your portfolio um, in everything. Um, I'm obviously a lot more in crypto. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, I'm, I do property as well. So I'm in property as well. So you can use profits from crypto to go into property yeah. uh, and vice versa. Um, they all kind of, they all bounce off each other. Um, I only usually go back into like, um, forex and stuff when the crypto market goes slow. So lately, um, we've just had a slow bit about four months of crypto. So boring, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't doing anything. So you kind of jump in and out of forex. But yeah. you have time to study more crypto. To be fair, and what I was doing was monitored some of the bigger wallets and see what they were up to. So yeah. because it's an open ledger, you can you can follow. Um, everyone's transaction. So the the whales of the world, so the billionaires, let's see what they're up to and what they're buying. So yeah, you can kind yeah. of it's kind of quite fun and exciting to see what they're up to. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, but definitely diversifying because different sectors in the markets in the world uh, happen at different times, don't they? So yeah, so we've got a boom in the crypto market and we've got a boom in the property market as well at the moment so yeah mm. it's um, always good to always, yeah. as you say not to keep your eggs in all one basket and just go around yeah yeah absolutely okay and uh i guess uh, you know some of the big movers can move markets isn't it like when uh, elon musk bought like billions worth of crypto that had an impact isn't it yeah then he sold it all after he gave it yeah he's um they're keeping an eye on him now, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah, it's it's getting harder and harder as it's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, the the, the in the market, there's two trillion um, dollars in the in, in the actual crypto market now. I mean, that's huge, isn't it? Mm. Um, it but there's I think there's another nine million nine trillion to come or something. So yeah. there's still plenty to come in. Mm. Um, there's yeah, it's the markets can be moved and can be manipulated. It's one of the reasons they 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 were on about, and I was like, "What?" So the stock market isn't, but yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> it is. But yeah, obviously, there's otherwise inside the trading wouldn't be illegal, would it? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a thing if they didn't manipulate it. But yeah, it's um, it's all it's all it's they can move, and the smaller coins can definitely get moved. Yeah, um, and there is a lot. There is a there was a lot of that. It's still still going on because it's not it's not regulated. So they they still pump and dump. Um, if you can catch one, it's quite good fun actually. If you're already in it and they pump it, you're like, oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's you just got to watch on the bigger coins. It's harder to move the bigger coins. I mean, they can if they got billions. Um, they usually don't bother because. Um, they've got bigger things to do and better things to do. They can make more money just investing in it. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, obviously in terms of uh, trading, there's, uh, um, I imagine, two two parts. You can look at it on the short-term basis where you can actually trade on the volatility, but you've also, if you're sort of um, long-term, you can buy and hold for the long-term. Is there a particular strategy you would recommend people do or actually mix the two? And what 
kind of things would they be thinking about in order to follow one versus the other or both? Yeah, I mean, uh, I always recommend um, to the buy and hold strategy, especially in a growing market as the crypto is, <clears throat> it's just easy to make money. Um, to buy and hold trading is a little bit harder. I always say people margin trade and say talk about margin trade. I say never, ever, ever margin trade. Never. Don't matter who you are. I don't margin trade um, because that gives you a, a cutoff point. Um, if the crypto takes a dive and it hits that, you are out. If you've just bought it on spot without margin trading, um, it will go down and you've just got to sit and wait for it to come back up. So yeah. you've sure lost all your money. Do you know what I mean? Where margin trading is real bad. And I think kind of the exchanges designed it to give them money. So, yeah, it's um, – I'll stay out of it. Yeah, yeah it's so – the long-term strategy is the, is the one to do as a – as the main one. You, I, I always do both. Um, I'll do a bit of trading because I like it. Um, mm-hmm. When the market starts moving, when it's boring, not doing much, I don't really do too much because <clears throat> it's a bit harder to make money in it. But when, when we're in a fast-moving market, it'll be up, it'll be down, it'll be up, it'll be down. At the moment, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. So it's a great time to trade it and jump in and out of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you can make a lot of money from it mm-hmm. um, and keep it short-term. The more short-term you go, the harder it gets. So you're better off. Um, I do a lot of swing trading, it's called. So it's not day trading, it's swing trading. So there's a bit of a, um, it can be from a day to a week long trade. So, yeah. So it's not, so that's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my forte. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I guess what what kind of um, indicators like in the market? Because, you know, you mentioned about buying low, sell high, and all that kind of thing. Is there specific indicators you can watch out for in the market to actually let you know that this is the low you must buy and this is the high to sell or vice versa? Yeah, there's loads. There's loads. And people will say that as all the, the, what they use are the best. I mean, they, they all work. Um, they all give you a clue. There's no one magic one that you can get and it will just give you um, – they all tell you so that they can – there's things that tell you when it's been oversold, overbought, yeah. so you know it's gonna it's got a high risk of changing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not hundred percent it's gonna happen, but yeah, well I kind of mainly just trade off price now. Yeah. Um, I used to use all the indicators, my screen used to be covered. Um it just gets too much and I got I got rid of a lot of them and I just trade price. Now yeah. I just I just buy when it's low. Um I try and just if you just trade support and a resistance so you always see um, resistance and support so support is always the bottom of the down bit and then resistance is the top of the spike so that gives you your 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 support resistance and if you you buy at support and sell at resistance it's kind of really i'll say it's simple but not easy um because of the emotion (laughs) in the way yeah. I can say to you, if you just buy at support and sell at resistance, right, you can say it now and you'll be like, yeah, I get totally what you mean. As soon as you get in there and put your money on there, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going, it's going. And yeah, it's it totally yeah. yeah, yeah. But if right. you stuck to the plan, I always say trade like a robot, totally mm. switch off, buy there, sell there. That, that, and that is it. And you just make money after money after money. But it's just so... It's, as I say, it's simple, but not easy. Not easy. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, um, I guess just talking about leverage now, because just like you say, you know, all this stuff about, you know, crypto investments can be quite technical for a lot of people. But uh, there are people, obviously, within the industry who've taken time to learn and develop uh, their understanding to the extent that they can be classified as experts, for example. So someone who is looking to benefit from their summer returns without actually having to spend a lot of that time to learn and develop the knowledge themselves can probably leverage people like yourself who are in the game, obviously, for any sort of value you get from anything, there's obviously a price to pay for that. Is that something 
you would recommend like people instead of trying because sometimes it can take a a, a long time and even money as well to actually develop the knowledge whereby you can actually leverage someone just like you mentioned some of your close uh, family and friends have asked you to just invest for them because they understand the value of the knowledge that you've built up and you're obviously way ahead of them in terms of understanding so it's probably easier for them to leverage you um is that something you would encourage people or uh, is there a minimum level of understanding that they should still develop before they say okay i don't know much about this stuff i know it makes money i will just use an expert like yourself or someone who knows give them their money and invest yeah a lot of people that come to me um have no clue yeah. uh, like um they look, they go, well, I have no clue about crypto. Can you do it for me? Yeah. Uh, and kind of what they kind of, what kind of, I'll see what happens is in the pattern is, oh, yes, I'll do it for them. I send them the portfolio so they can track it. And then they start seeing, oh, what coins have I got on there? And then they start getting into it and learning about it when I do it after I've done it for them. So they can see what coins I've got for them. So they have a look then into those coins and see, oh, I wonder why he's got this and, and I'll probably look into it a lot more. And then they realize, actually, yeah, I can see what he's done there. And I can, you can start to learn and then think, oh, I might have a go at this myself. And then start doing that them, bit themselves on the side. And then you'll learn that way. Um, but obviously, why they're learning, I'm making them money. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what I do. And then all I do is take a cut at the end and we share the profits. Um, obviously, they get a bigger share than me, but I'll take a, a cut of it at the end. And uh, that's that's kind of what I do. But that everyone that has come in learn afterwards. So um, they just learn. They've got their own time to learn. Then they can learn in their own time. There's no pressure to learn. Um, they can see that they're already making money. Um, I'm already making money for them, and they can just see what I'm doing and, and kind of copy a little bit what I'm doing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it, and it works for them, and and they can and, and learn that way, and it's a really good way of learning. All right, brilliant. Thanks for that, Andy. Now, um, for people listening to this and um, interested to probably know a little bit more, um, tell us more about what services you offer, what do you do, and how people can actually find you as well. Okay, so I have a website. Um, it's called Smarter Crypto. Um, uh, smartcrypto.co.uk is where I'm at so uh, I'm on there what I offer is I do offer a, a beginner's getting into crypto so all my training is live training um, I don't do courses actually we jump on a zoom and we actually share our screens and we and we do it that way it's um, I can tailor it easier to people and we can I can have a lot more value if we do it live um, because some people learn quicker than others um, and other people want to go different directions. So I can teach. I, that's what, how I get beginners in. Then further down the line, or people are already in crypto but want to learn how to trade it, we can also go on and show you how to trade, how to day trade, how to swing trade, what to look for. Um, oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> website, yeah, cool. That's yeah. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Or you can contact me direct if you if you like. Um, but you can. I've got WhatsApp buttons on my on my website and stuff anyway. So any any contact button on there comes straight to me. Um, so yeah, and then and then I offer the fund um, that I do. So anyone can jump in that um, and jump on the fund. Um, what happens there is it's no payment up front. Just what money you're going to invest. Put that, give that to me. I give that. Um, we sign an agreement together, a legal binding agreement. Um, we, we, we go into think I, I um, set your portfolio up, send you over a login, um, so you can watch your portfolio in real time. Um, and then at the end of it, I, I take thirty percent of the profits only. So if I made you one hundred percent profit, I take the you have seventy, I have thirty. Um, kind of. That's kind of a nice, fair way to do it. We all make money. We're all in a win-win. Yeah. Uh, and it's all happy. And you can see um, the good thing of having a tracker is you can see what, what coins you've got and how well they're doing. And you can research yeah. them and see, um, and see, oh, yeah, that's why he's got those. And, yeah, it's, it's a really good way of doing it, yeah. Yeah. 
Brilliant. And uh, is there a minimum kind of investment that people... So, yeah, so the minimum investment is, uh, I'll say, £1,000 because I've got to make it worth my while still. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so just it's £1,000. So it's yeah. that's the minimum. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks for that, Andy, for, for yeah, coming. It's been a pleasure. Is there any last bits of advice or information you think people should be aware of that you would um, the, the biggest information is this year is going to be the year um, because the UK, the adopt, because of the adoption, it's just going to go mad. Um, mm. If you're not in it, get in it. Do you know what I mean? If you're if you're in it, then we're, in for, we're about into a good ride that's about to happen. Um, it, it, it cannot not happen because of the adoption uh, that's happening. So, as you say, it will then roll into the metaverse, um, and then it's just going to get better and better. I mean, there's no um, there's no better time to get in, to be fair. Um, and that and stay safe in the markets. Um just be aware that like, they, they don't call it the Wild West for nothing. There's scammers in every corner. Yeah. Um, just be aware. Just it's, If you've got your wits about you, you're all right. And they can't sneak up on you. Mm. Uh, they just they will try to contact yeah. you and all right. take you on. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you've been amazing, um, Andy. You shared a lot of uh, useful golden nuggets there about crypto, and I'm sure – any of our listeners um, interested to learn more, they can probably reach out to you as well uh, on uh, smartercrypto.co.uk. Um, so, yeah, you've been amazing. And thanks again for your time and coming to speak to us. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll keep in touch and probably touch base with you again at some point as things develop in the crypto world and the world of uh, um, IT and tech. So thanks again for spending the evening with us and uh, we'll catch up very soon and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks, Alex. It's been brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.